learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. It's no secret that I feel that employer branding is bullshit, mostly because it's focused on perks and selling a utopian environment that is not at all what the company really is. Messaging is focused on being the greatest place to work, but we all know that if you're a small to mid-sized business, that you are at best a hot mess. Clarity on who you really are as an organization is the one thing that will propel your business forward and attract the strongest people to your company. I'm Rich Gerard and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. We help entrepreneurs and executives win the right hires by sharing insights from top performing rebel entrepreneurs, game changers, and industry leaders like our guest today, Mr. Eric Morley. Eric is the co-founder and COO of Blue Sea Advertising. Now, Eric has been helping companies across both B2B and B2C segments, create brand strategies, campaign development, strategic design, content creation, and digital marketing strategies with a goal to outperform the competition. Eric and the Blue Sea team have been honored to work with some truly innovative and impactful brands that keep them constantly pushing and evolving their exclusive brand power platform, which is what makes Eric the perfect expert for today's topic. Eric, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Hey, Rick. Great to see you. Thanks a lot for having me. Really appreciate it. We're going to discuss the truth about what branding is, and then we're going to talk about the elements for a true branding initiative. Sound like a plan? Sure. Let's do it. I'm tying this back to employer branding, but you are a branding expert. Employer branding in hiring and recruiting has been this thing over the past couple of years that crept up. And it's really, to me, super transactional. And I want to give you guys a little bit of an insight onto what employer branding is. This is according to Wikipedia. An employer brand describes an employer's reputation as a place to work and their employee value propositions. What is an employee value proposition? It's a set of associations and offerings provided by the organization in return for skills, capabilities, and experiences and employee brings to the organization, which to me is super transactional. That's where we run into problems with branding. Let me go ahead and jump in really quick is because one of the things that we really foster at Blue Sea is that between the employer branding and the brand growth between retaining current customers and achieving new customers, it's pretty much a yin and a yang. It has to work together and very simultaneous. And it's really interesting because when you and I talk about employer branding is you're one of the few people that really understand it and the value of it. And yes, it's for recruitment. Yes, it's for retaining employees, but also it it works with the overall culture. And I remember we were having a discussion the other week as the question came up is like, how important is overall employee and employer culture? And at the end of the day is that if you don't have those pieces together, you're not going to make it to that next level. That's very true. That's very true. And where I see a lot of the issues come in too, is that it's this painted picture of this Again, like I said in the intro, a utopian environment or we're, we're so great. It's a facade. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Nobody believes your facade is real. And yet you can read job descriptions after job descriptions after advertisements, and they all paint this great picture of why we're so fantastic. It's interesting because you need to really go deeper into the company and really understand the legacy of the company and make sure that legacy of that company is in alignment. At Blue Sea is that we have some 
candidates come in that we can tell in the first five minutes, it's like they're not the perfect fit. And because they have to be more in tune to who we are, because we are the ones that are working with our clients on it. And it's very important to have that connection there. Sure. Where does branding in general fail today for a company? What are the challenges? First of all, let's take it a step further. What is the difference between branding and marketing? Branding, the easiest way to explain it is, is that this is how people feel after you leave the room. Marketing is that point of getting that message out to your target audience. Is it an employer? Is it an employee? Is it recruits? Is it even the recruitment world and the referral world too? So is branding actually who you are? It's conveying to the world who you are. Yes, it really is. The overall idea is that like yourself, I truly feel that the recruitment wheel is broken. It worked years ago. And then over time, it just never kept pace. And I also see that the idea is, is that it branches out in so many different ways that it's almost like you're looking for a specific hire for it, but you're spending all your time chasing your tail with the hopeful idea that you're going to get at the end run, where branding is so important because that actually has to instill in the key part of a funnel as the funnel goes down for recruitment. Recruitment should be handled just like you handle your customers. It's the same thing. It has to be the yin and the yang. And the companies that don't figure it out is... And I've seen it both ways is some companies have a brand for their internal and recruiting, and then some have their brand for sales and marketing, retaining and future customers, two different worlds. Clients, customers, prospective employees see right through it. It's almost like you're misaligned. And this drills back to core values. Yeah. Really. I even look at great companies like Nike. Nike was misaligned five years ago. Apple was misaligned 15 years ago. Is they had a culture internal, and then they had the culture of the brand that went to on their sales side, sales and marketing side. I look at Amazon. Amazon really spends a lot of time focusing on the alignment between internal and external. But let's take it a step further down is smaller companies is we go through a process, which is called day one when we work. I'm actually going to take a step further back is we have a program called Brand Power Clarity. And that's exactly the program that you went through with us. But what happens is, is that it actually creates 100% clarity in both the yang and the yang of a business. But we also focus before we even get into sales and marketing, we focus on taking apart the internal employees, as well as the uh, employees that will be recruited for future jobs on it. If we can create that model and what that brand is, what that mission, what that value, what that tonality is, then we're able to transition it. Too many companies just think about taking your brand and put it into sales marketing. Nowadays, you actually have to twist it around. It's got to start from internal before it can go external. That is so very true. The way I see it, strong people will see right through whatever your branding is, especially if it's off, if it's not right. Even weaker people too. The most important part is, is that when you're recruiting is the most important part nowadays is recruiting the right people and making sure that everything is in alignment with the right people, not just attracting all the people. We don't need to attract a whole universe. We just have to attract the right people. The strongest people. Yeah, absolutely. So branding is not about perks. It's not about your ego. And it's not really about the product. It's about the core of what your values are and how that externally goes out to the world. Those are the perks the ping pong table. That's just the tactics to add a little buzz in there to keep people happy. But we're talking about strategy and we're really looking at, we focus on a thing called goals, objectives, strategies, and tactics. We know what the overall goal is, but now we need to create our objectives on it and how we're going to reach them through our 
strategies to our current employee strategies and recruiting strategies, which I know you're pretty passionate about. So yeah, most definitely. We're going to get into that in a second. You're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. And for our podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Hey, check out stridesearch.com. There you'll find additional content resources to help you land the strongest hires. Our guest today is Eric Morley. He's the co-founder and COO of Blue Sea Advertising. And we're discussing branding. And we're taking a slant between branding and employer branding because they're synonymous with each other. How do we solve this problem? Let's talk about for our audience, maybe that are small and they're getting started, what do they need to do to develop a strong brand strategy? So starting from scratch, Making it day one, making it the understanding is the legacy that you've had, you have to get rid of it. And you have to look forward. It's almost like the idea that you just bought this company and it's really important to think about the next level and where you're going to go on it. So take everything you've done in the past and start from scratch. Go through a process, a proven process that's going to take you to an outcome, not just an idea is to create stuff. 80% of the companies out there don't understand the most important part is, is going through a proven process. Yeah, most definitely. You have a 360 degree process and there's three components to it. So run me through those components and then let's break those down. Okay. So the first part is, is really defining, it's called brand power clarity. Instead of going through all the systems, which we have six systems, I'm going to focus on just brand and clarity for the essence of time and then also your audience too. The key thing is, is that having this initial meeting of the minds. And it's not having, we focus on having three levels of people. There's an A level, a B level, and a C level. A C level is basically getting everyone in the company together and looking for their opinion. The B level is having just the owners and leadership together. The A level is the owners make the decision on it, especially with early funded companies, super important to think through this process. Who's going to be at this table? Who's going to be making the decision on it? Our typical client on this is the level A and level B. It should be, especially if you're a small startup. The leaders determine the vision and the culture of the company. It's really interesting as we've gotten involved with them where it's like, okay, we're going to have the C minus leadership team involved in it too. It's that adage is like junk in, junk out. The most important part is creating clarity. You need three things. Actually, it's more than three. It's discovery, getting really down to the brass tacks of it, really understanding what it is, taking everything you've created and build this brand architecture, the yin and the yang of the architecture that connects everything together. Then you have the verbal communication. How are you going to verbalize your brand, what it's going to look like? Then you have the visual communication, and then you have the execution. How are you going to take that message out to the market? How are you going to take it about internal? How are you going to take it external? Is it a brand video? Is it a brand book? Is it a brand message? Is it ongoing training? Is it ongoing communication? And then, of course, your favorite thing you love to rip on, the spiffs, the perks, the fun stuff. Uh, I hate that. Oh, yeah, you do. It's more important if you're going to write content to have something that's what's in it for them other than, hey, we've got free lunch. You know what? Let's talk about that a bit because I truly believe is there's a huge content shift right now. And there's also a huge communication shift on it. It's always been about the job description I see. It's like, I always crack up. It's like there's companies that's like they spend 80% of the time just talking about how great they are. And it's like, by the way, can you do this? 
Job descriptions are a very core part of your vision and how you create your brand moving forward on it. How do you feel about that? Job description should be flipped upside down. You should talk about yourself last. It's uh -huh. about the person you're trying to engage first. Why would they be reading this article right now? Why would they be reading this job description right now? If there's some reason why they're looking at your advertisement or do mm -hmm. something like that, then that's what you want to address right there is their why for that. Then you want to talk about what it is that you offer that they might desire. So how do I solve their problem? And then how do they grow? So how do I solve their problem? So I build in performance metrics into a job description so that they can see exactly what needs to be done in their first 90 days, six months, 180 days, and then what kind of impact they can make. So what's in it for them? And then I start talking about myself. Afterwards, you want to get somebody engaged. It's kind of like opening up a book talking about me. It's not, nobody really cares about you as much as they do about you solving their problem. Really interesting. In our early days is we used to write the ads where it was all about us. And it expecting people to come in and say, oh my gosh, I see their vision. I love their vision. I want to be a part of that. You know what? We had our worst hires that way. Our job descriptions are typically about 80% about them. And thanks to you for teaching us this and about 20% of really who we are. So. so we have the discovery process, which we talked about verbal messaging. So mm -hmm. this is where we are right now. You have a process for this. What do you need for verbal messaging? So verbal messaging is as we go through the discovery, we really define about your mission, your vision, your values, your pillars, what your tonality is, how you want to be seen. And then what we do is we provide options. So we take everything that we have devised and heard about. And then what we do is we create options and how that needs to be communicated. From that is an ongoing document that will say, okay, this is what we're hearing. Are you in agreement with it? And from there, we come to conclusions on it. And from that conclusion is we make sure that everything aligns with your ideal customer persona. And you have two breakouts of customer persona known as the alpha and the beta. The alpha is your internal. It's your internal employees, your internal culture, and the culture of people that you want to bring on in the future to take your business to the next level. The beta is all of your sales and marketing initiatives. You know what I found is really interesting about this is as I learn it, because I went through your process, sure. of course, everybody does their mission, vision, values. Now you're bringing it down into what's your brand personality, what's the voice and tone, what's your tagline, what's your mantra. These are all really helpful things that help you mentally think, okay, well, this is how we we do business. And that clarity is super important. So let me ask you this question is when he went through our process, and I know we started in one part of who you are, and we ended at a whole different part. And then we created this mantra quote, which what you stand for. How'd you feel the process went? Well, that discovery process is really makes that was you painful think for you, about, huh? no, it's not painful, but yeah. it really makes you think, is this really me? Yeah. Is this really us? Is this really who we are as an organization? Getting everything down on paper and then questioning it. Is that really me? I don't know. It makes you think about it, it makes you question a lot of things that you think that you are. So in 2019, we've did about four brand strategy initiatives through our brand power, which was really busy for us because it was in addition to everything else that we did. In 2020, we've done 28 so far. And so clients have come to us to say, we need to get fixed. We need to move forward on it. And I even look at the idea is, is that we're actually transitioning for the better and we're taking them from where they're at right now to take them to what's really alignment for 
where we're at today and in the future. Especially with the changes in mm. the world. It's really been a good time to actually question who you are and question who your customers are and who the people are that are going to mm -hmm. be within your organization. But it was interesting is that when we first started talking about your brand power clarity is we spent a lot of time on your customer personas. And I think that brought a lot of clarity on your side to really understand who you're marketing to versus casting this wide net of just this whole massive side. So we narrowed it down. And a lot of people, they're fearful. It's like, okay, gosh, if we niche down that far, are we still going to be relevant? Are we going to niche out? No, it's the world is very large. It's very vast. And so you're going to be really focusing on the people that make sense versus the people that make sense plus everyone else. I look at it like the people that make sense. Those are my people. Mm -hmm. Your peeps, right? huh? Those are my peeps. Yeah. And then everybody else is gravy. Let's get back to the last pillar, though, the visual messaging. What sure. is this actually? Visual messaging is when we take all the verbal messaging and how we create it and how we actually package it and what it's going to look like and how it's going to look. And so in your case is we brought you into the photo studio. We shot photography. We created an actual visual direction. And I was and you, looking and, pretty sexy, right? And, and you know what is <laughs> you rocked it. You did well. Wasn't, expect, wasn't, wasn't expecting that comment. It, but uh, I'll roll with it. The only thing I had was 18 different versions of Blue Steel, and that was pretty much it. Blue Steel. I love it. Yeah. But it's the idea is that now we're able to visually take that. And the best part is, is that we print it up in a hardbound book and we hand it to you. And you can take it to whoever else you're working with saying, follow this roadmap. Don't sway from this roadmap. This is the approved roadmap. Even internal teams too, is that they're able to look at this and saying, here's what it is. And if they sway from it, you can always say super easy, instead of going back and educating them and scolding them, you say, did you follow the roadmap? Did you follow the brand power roadmap? Yeah, that makes it easy, especially when you hire for people to be consistent with everything. Shoot, we're getting pretty close on time here, Eric. What would be two or three key takeaways you can give the audience that can plug into the business? Super important is, first of all, your upcoming book. Book, read your book <laughs> is um, I I, I, I learned so much from reading the transcript of the book of what's the right way what's the wrong way what's the old way I guess it's it almost seems like the old way is a series of spaghetti that's just all over the place and then your way is like really focused it's and going linear down. yeah and then the other thing is is understanding that brand clarity is about the yin and the yang it's about the alpha and the beta is making sure that your internal and external communications are in alignment and the other thing is is that hire a professional company it might not be Belusi and if it is, great, love it, but hire someone that has a true process and true case studies and true understanding and make sure you are very open and purposeful when you do it and committed. Committed is a big thing is that we have clients that come in and say they're very, very committed. I ask them right up front is that, is this more important for the next 30 days than you doing something else extracurricular? Are you 100% committed? And if they say, well, I got to do all this, 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 I said, it's probably best if we don't do it right now. It's best if you really are 100% committed because if they're not 100% committed and we're not in 100% control over it, it's going to be as garbage in, garbage out. We really want to make change. We just don't want to go through the process of doing the work. It's important whenever you set up any of these foundational things within your company, you have to be committed to seeing it through. Otherwise, again, you're just going to have too much out there that's unclear. I'm a systems guy. I love systems. So when you plug into a system, they work. Mm-hmm. 
They yeah. just work. Derek, thanks so much for your time investment today. And I want to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio community. What would be the best way in which members of our audience can find you, Blue Sea? I highly encourage you to just reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's under Eric Morley. Just go ahead and look for me. Blue Sea is bluecusa.com. And emorley at bluecusa.com is my email. And you can also find him at the various California Love Drops. California Love Drops. Man, and which like we appreciate all your support and all of the Rick Gerard love and showing up. And of course, that smiling face coming up with a <laughs> 250th love drop, over 20,000 meals, a bazillion monsters and hint water and yogurt land and all that fun stuff. We've got two more episodes to our 200th episode here. How wow. crazy is that? So what's the celebration going like? I have no idea. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> I haven't lo- thought that far ahead. I'm looking forward to that party. Yeah, right. We're going to do it in Hawaii. Uh, no. I want to thank this week's audience for tuning in to this episode of Higher Power. A quick thanks to our team, Brian Colburn, Andrea Ballin, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share. We're listening. We welcome your feedback after all of this shows for you. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at Hire, H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O.com, or you can drop me an email at rickatstridesearch.com. Tune in next Tuesday. Our guest is going to be Bianca Lager. She is the president of Social Intelligence Corporation. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to recruitment success, Rick Gerard.